0: Hello and welcome to the My RV Ninja podcast. I'm your host, James Upham, your lead RV ninja who helps you karate chop your way into the RV lifestyle. It is my belief that everyone who buys RVs should be empowered with all the tools necessary to receive a great price and a great experience. This show provides tips for the RV lifestyle and reveals how RV research, education, and experience can help you buy or sell RVs without being taken advantage of. The most important things in life are relationships and RVs really can be relationship investments. If you enjoyed today's show, you can find out more at MyRVNinja.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody. James here, your RV ninja at MyRVNinja.com. Hey, I hope you're having a good day today, and uh, if you haven't had a chance yet to listen to the podcast where I interviewed Wally Ballard, I would really encourage you to go back and listen. It was a fun interview. As a matter of fact, it has inspired uh, a lot more interviews to come. Um, I already have lined up a couple big dealers that um, I'm going to bring on and have them provide for us kind of what they're seeing and some immediate do's and don'ts when it comes to um, uh your motorhomes or your RVs you know what what to add what not to add you know various questions like that what they're seeing out in the uh in the retail space um it's it's interesting i know in in each part of the country uh there's different you know, there's, there's, there's different markets, obviously, right? Um, yeah, Captain Obvious there, I know. But <laughs> there are certain things that uh, seem to work in every market, and it's good to talk with dealers who've been doing this for a while. One dealer that I have scheduled to come on to the podcast, gosh, he was one of these guys who his dad owned the dealership before, back when mom-and-pop dealerships were really the norm. Uh, you know, gr- grew up uh, cleaning the parking lot and picking up cigarette buds. And uh, worked his way all the way up, and uh, of course has been running uh, the business, a family business, ever since. So, um, really good things to discuss for you as a buyer. Um, it's not a opportunity for these guys to come in and necessarily uh, promote their products and their services, although there will be that for sure. Uh, for sure, if it's going to work better for you, but more of an uh, hopefully as a way to educate you as a buyer or as an RVer on some of the things to do. You know, I'm also working, it's gonna be so fun, and we'll make sure that we do this pretty soon, but with the r- rvlifestyle.com, you know, the uh, the owners of that website who've been writing blogs and websites and whatnot, uh, writing on the website, I should say, they've been doing this for so long, and uh, they're real pro. I'm actually big fans of these guys, but um, they they just this week, today is the 14th of October, Uh, Mike Winland and uh, of course, Jennifer, these guys uh, have, they're very well known. They have an excellent podcast. They write, they have YouTube uh, channel, been doing this a long time. And uh, I've invited them to come on the RV Ninja uh, podcast and they've agreed. So we're going to have some fun with that. If you did not see this week, they put out a really great article um, and I was honored. I was honored enough to be featured in that. And the article was talking about predictions for 2021. So if you have not seen that yet or read that, I'd encourage you to go to their website. Uh, and there's some really good information in there. I guess uh, about 24 of us, um, uh, not 24 separate articles. You know, some, some of the articles will show a husband and wife or a team. Um, but uh, you'll see mine, uh, my thoughts way down at the very bottom um, uh, before they, uh, Mike and Jennifer actually give their, their take on it. So, uh, you'll see, you'll see my mug there if you haven't seen it already. And that's at uh, rvlifestyle.com and it's about the 2021 prediction. So anyway, shameless plug for myself there. Um, listen, let's talk real quick about, uh, something I've been asked to discuss on the, uh, on the podcast and for you, uh, you know who you are listening out there. Um, enjoy the correspondence back and forth with emails. And please feel free to do that. Um, you don't. There's there's really no way to abuse that unless you're spamming me. Just as many ideas and conversations that you'd like to see happen on the podcast, you can email me, james at Or Of course, you can find me always at uh, myrvbroker.com. Uh, just a heads up there, the My RV Ninja right now is still under construction um, uh, so right now it probably, I have to check, it probably points you to the My RV Broker website, um, bear with us while we're trying to get all that handled to be specific for RV Ninja and My RV Broker, uh, but either way you can, you can uh, get a hold of me on either one of those websites. So back to the subject matter, um, uh, this particular person, uh, has asked for me to talk about, um, uh, something that he sees happening out there a lot and wants to know, you know some of the ins and outs of, of what I'm calling, you know, tinkering. Uh, what he had mentioned, which I think is a great uh, title. You know, tinkering with your RV, what to do and what not to do. Um, this is a short uh, podcast. So most of my podcasts, except for my interviews, of course, are typically ten minutes or under. I do that deliberately so that you have plenty of time uh, to listen and hopefully get the gist of what I'm trying to say, uh, and then have other things to move on to during your day. Cause, I'm sure you have better things to do than just to listen to me uh, all day. I love a lot of these podcasts. There's a few of my favorite ones out there, uh, and some of them are so good. But my gosh, you know, after 45 minutes, like, I, I just, I, I can't take anymore. So uh, hopefully this one will be good and concise. The question is raised, you know, what you, you see a lot of, for instance, with Thor's out there. And this, this person has sent me an email asking questions such as, you know, you as as they've been out there doing their thing in the RV world, um, there's a lot of Thor Ace 30.2 owners. That that's just happens to be, let's just say, th- let's just say Ace. Um, um, that they're constantly working on it. I would say that's probably a reason. There's probably a reason for that it's because they're constantly breaking down. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they're tinkering around with their RVs and doing a lot of modifications. And you know, the question is, like, t- is it worth it to drop a thousand dollars, to drop five hundred, two thousand, three thousand dollars into Uh, your RV whether it's a motorhome or if it's a trailer and and I would say to you that there's no yes or no answer to that but I'll give you a couple suggestions and what I have found in my experience of both the whole side working as a factory rep also in retail uh, what I've seen that brings the most value to the table for resale or if you need to just you know unload this RV which by the way I think we're going to see a lot of come into next year Um, but That being said, let's talk about that. The first thing is chassis modifications. You know, whenever you see any kind of stabilizers put on, anything that's going to help the comfort and drivability of a motorhome and or going to make your uh, trailer or motorhome sit better, meaning hydraulic jacks or anything that's going to add to the functionality of your motorhome or trailer typically is a good idea as long as it doesn't, you know, bust the bank of the process. Um, Now, I would say that, but I would also caution you, the, the thing you don't want to do is go in and have your dealer or somebody sell you all these great modifications to uh, sway bars and whatnot and add this and add that, um, and and then you find out that it actually later on when there's a problem with it to get it fixed that it's not covered under warranty because... Uh, you voided the warranty by doing this, or even this dealer voided the warranty. Don't take people's words for it. I hate to say it, but it's true. Make sure you get it in writing, in an email, correspondence of some way from the dealer and or best bet being to the from the manufacturer. You've heard me say that before. Super, super important, guys. I, I, I can't stress that enough because what you do not want to do is just go and assume that this person has your best interest because you know what? They might. They might really think that uh, they're telling you the truth, but uh, unless you're hearing it straight from the horse's mouth, meaning the supplier, I would uh, caution you not to do anything to modify the chassis or anything to uh, the manufacturer's um, uh, box on the chassis uh, without getting uh, clarification and confirmation from the RV manufacturer and or supplier, chassis maker, etc., in writing that it's not going to do it. I summarize to say, usually that's a pretty good idea, especially when it comes to motorhomes. If there's anything you can do to help the ride a little better, that usually goes a long way uh, for value and also for, for most importantly, for resale value. Another thing that I would say again, using the premise that you got to make sure that everything it's not going to any way affect your warranties, and typically these don't. But whenever you want to add some electronics that have Bluetooth or, for instance, Wi-Fi uh, extenders, etc. Um, those typically, unless you're drilling through all parts of your motorhome or your trailer, you got to be careful with that, especially when it comes to your roof. Uh, But if it's just adding on additional upgrades with equipment when it comes to technology, that typically goes a long way. You don't have to overboard that, right? You don't have to go in and just jump overboard by putting as much as you can on there because a lot of times it's like a losing proposition. But it typically will add a little bit of value. I look to that a lot of times um, when I'm looking at, for instance, uh, let's think about our homes. Um, the home that we live in here in North Carolina uh, came with a pool. And I've been a pool guy my whole life. I'm from South Florida. I uh, had a pool in my other home. actually put in a pool there. This one had a pool, so problem solved. Uh, pools can, depending upon the part of the country you're living in, any uh, realtor worth their weight in salt will tell you that pools typically do not add value. any times, sometimes they break even or you get your money back. The reason is simple. It, you kind of eliminate half of your buyers. Uh, half of your buyers out there will appreciate it and like a pool. Others could care less and doesn't, don't even want it. So just by putting in a $30,000 pool does not necessarily mean you've added $30,000. Unlike your bathrooms or kitchen, which is kind of segue into what I was going to say next. So think about that pool scenario with your RVs. Adding electronics or upgrading them typically will add value, but don't go overboard. You know, there, there's no need for you to spend thousands and thousands of dollars doing that uh, unless that's just something you really want to do. You know, if you really want an, um, you know, an HDMI matrix in there and all kinds of different things and fun latest gadgets, have at it. Just uh, be aware that you may not get your money back. But back into that segue, anything that you're using, you know, to upgrade your bathrooms or your kitchens typically is a good idea. Um, if you're going to invest somewhere, I think for your motor home or for your travel trailer, that's going to actually make it better for you when you're using it. And will oftentimes at least get some of your money back or value, add value to your trade-in, um, or your resale, I should say, um, our bathrooms and kitchens. Is that any surprise? No, it's not really because that's how it is in our homes too. Um, if you can, you know, upgrade and update your faucets as again, Keep in mind, don't go in there and start changing things around and getting, re, you know, plunk. simple things like this are changing out your uh, your plastic toilet to a porcelain toilet. Um, these are things, of course, the, the easiest way to do stuff like this is to make sure that you have the dealer do it, someone who could stand behind what they do. But if you want to do that yourself, sure. Um, you know, light fixtures a lot of times can be done on wall fixtures Um, you know, the other part of that, that I would say kind of goes into the kitchen more is storage. When you can do a, any, any kind of storage rack system, put that in without messing up all your cabinets. A lot of times that helps though. Sometimes it doesn't, but if you have a, an RV that doesn't have a lot of storage, particularly in the kitchen, maybe you don't have a pantry crazy. I know, but some RVs don't have a pantry. Uh, and then you use one of your, um, for a slide out trays, one of your, you know, one of your storage compartments there um cabinets and whatnot has has these slide out trays um uh, for, uh, or even back in the closet area I know a lot of times like at our home here I I know I'm using homes and RVs and they're not the same thing but just as an example um I was able to go in and build a whole bunch of built in stuff in our two closets uh and uh it looks great thank god <laughs> but also it's added so much storage space and just usability it's very practical now And I think that if you kind of go in with that mindset, yeah, you can do that too. Uh, The bottom line is you just don't want to go in and spend thousands and thousands of dollars on either chassis improvements or even improvements to your RV, unless you know for a fact that that, that's not going to change. It's going to be yours forever and you're willing to justify the cost. Um, The average sale, I should say, for a RVer, Every time that they say, I used to laugh when I would kind of smile and uh, and, and laugh a little because anytime somebody say this is our last RV, I'm like, boy, you don't know, you just blew it. Uh, the average turnaround time for a new RV uh, is is on average, depending upon where you are, about three and a half years. So just think of that. Um, we're going to see. I think my prediction is we're going to see a lot of markets flood. A lot of markets become flooded with RVs um, in this next year. And wouldn't that be terrible if you paid top dollar for it? Then invested thousands of dollars into it, uh, uh, and then to lose all of that when you go back in to try to sell it, uh, just just be very cautious there. So I hope that helps. If there's anything specific, like you want me to evaluate and do a little research and maybe talk more specifically to a specific upgrade or modification, uh, feel free to email me and send me a link as to what you're hearing and what you're thinking about. And, uh, you know, at this point in our podcast, we could certainly try to do that. Maybe even bring an expert on there um, so that uh, on the show, that is, so that we can help to address it and answer to it directly. Anyway, I do hope that that helps uh, and look forward to talking to you again on another podcast. Stay tuned. We're going to have some great guests coming your way very shortly. In the meanwhile, get out there in RV and if there's anything I can do for you, reach out. Take care and God bless.